0: Welcome to another inspirational message from the chapel. We pray this message encourages and inspires you. If you would like any more information, check out our website, thechapelcollective.com.au. Open your eyes. This is
1: where our magic comes
0: from?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. This candle holds the miracle given to our family. How do we get a miracle? Long ago, when my three babies had just been born, your abuelo Pedro and I were forced to flee our home. And though many joined us, hoping to find a new home, We could not escape the dangers. And your abuelo was lost. But in our darkest moment, we were given a miracle. The candle became a magical flame that could never go out. blessed us with a refuge in which to live a place of wonder an encanto an encanto the miracle grew and our house our casita itself came alive to shelter us when my children came of age the miracle blessed each with a magic gift to help us and when their children came of age
2: they got magic too (laughs) they did they got magic too and kento who has not seen this movie Oh my goodness, well you can come over 24-7 in my house because it is non-stop in my household. I am a part of this family and my husband doesn't know this, but I am just announcing publicly I'm now changing my name to Linnea Marie Barlow Madrigal because I think I was, I'm now actually a part of this family. Um, This is a beautiful story and that was just the intro, essentially a bit about what this movie is about. And this morning, I would love to talk to us a bit about gifts, a bit about the pressures of life and those gifts, and family. Family is complicated sometimes, and what foundations we build our life on. My name is um, Linnea Barlow. For those of you who don't know me, I don't know why I say my last name all the time, but I am our 10 a.m. pastor here, and if I don't know you, I'd love to meet you. And the title of this message, which I hope is correct. I didn't ask Tia, Ali, or Stephanie, but it's Eterno El Fundamento. Does that mean lasting foundation? Woo! Okay, 10 (laughs) points. Eterno El Fundamento, lasting foundation. So we have a slide here with some of the main characters um, of this movie, and they have so many gifts. They're um, They have gifts of prophecy and healing and strength and perfection. They have moods that affect the weather, which is a bit crazy. But the main character, that beautiful little girl, her name is Mirabel, and Mirabel doesn't get a gift. At six years old, you go to the door as you saw, and they put your hand on the doorknob, and she doesn't get a gift. And it's Mirabel's trajectory in this movie to um, to be. and and uncover what is actually going on and that this gift actually isn't built on a foundation that's lasting. And she has probably the best gift of all. But the hardest part is in the beginning, is throughout this movie, she's actually um, a disappointment. She's a disappointment to her grandmother. Her grandmother seems to reject her a bit because she doesn't get a gift, she encounters um, that this miracle isn't stable and she decides she's going to change the trajectory and save the miracle. And the first thing that I would love to encourage us all in um, this morning is that gift, gifts aren't exclusive. Gifts aren't exclusive. And unlike the Madrigal family, where they were the only family in the community to get gifts, you and I All are born with gifts and abilities. Now our gifts look different. They don't look the same. You have gifts because we're created by God. 1 Peter 4.10, and this is the Amplified, says this, Just as each one of you has received a special gift, a spiritual talent, an ability graciously given by God, employ it in serving one another. As is appropriate for good stewards of God's multifaceted grace, faithfully using the diverse, varied gifts and abilities granted to Christians by God's unmerited favor. It says each one, each one, and it comes not from you, not because you're super cool or awesome, but by God, because of his grace, which is the undeserved, unmerited favor of God. And God uses our interests. He uses our desires to guide us. But we're also told in the Bible that we're given spiritual gifts as His kids. And those are for those who receive the best gift of all salvation. Salvation, that is the best gift. You know, we don't choose what we're gifted in, and sometimes that's really hard. <laughs> sometimes we wish that maybe we could have, oh, I would like that gift or, or this gift. But God chooses the gifts that he wants to give each and every person. And that one gift that we talk about, salvation, is one that's actually a choice. We can either receive this gift or decline it, not based on our family background or our race or whether or not the door works. Metaphorically, Scripture says that Jesus knocks on the door of, of our hearts, wanting to come in. And he says, will you accept my gift? Will you accept me? And I, I love this because this story, and, and if you get anything out of anything I say today, this story is that this family faced a tragedy, We can see that this, the husband was killed with three triplets. I mean, come on, Disney. This is really intense for like little kids. But tragedies can be a birthplace for miracles. Tragedies can be a birthplace for miracles. And our miracle is Jesus, the Holy Spirit. And when we accept this gift, we are actually offered a life of no more death, of no more mourning of no more tears. And that is something to celebrate and to be grateful for. You have gifts and you are offered the gift of salvation because God says that you're the crown of all the creatures that he has made. James 1, 17 to 18 in the message says this. So my very dear friends, don't get thrown off course. Every desirable and beneficial gift comes out of heaven. These gifts are the rivers of light cascading down from the Father of light. There is nothing deceitful in God, nothing two-faced, nothing fickle. He brought us to life using the true word, that's Jesus, showing us off as the crown of all of his creatures. So you're significant, you're accepted, and you're gifted, and God wants to use your gifts. But something about gifts that makes Christians different is that we don't use our gifts for personal gain. We sacrifice and we use our gifts for the Lord. And so why do we do this? Why does God ask us to do this? Because it's the only way the enemy can't crush us. It's the only way because it's God. He's preserving our gifts and he's preserving our hearts to keep us pure so we can't get boastful or prideful or strive And it it ensures the endurance and ability for you and for me to persevere in the things that God has called us to do. We can then tap into his strength and not our own. So be confident this morning, this afternoon, whatever time you're listening to this. Be assured, take authority over anything or anyone that would say that you're not gifted and that you have nothing to offer. But we know that gifts don't always come easy, right? It's hard sometimes to walk out the things that God has asked us to do. And in each stage of my life, I just have had so many pressures. And most of that's from me, live, trying to live up to the expectations or labels of the things that God's asked me to do. How to be a wife, how to be a mother, my, how to live up to my job, or when I was in studying in college, how to get good grades, friendships, even being a Christian. All of these, which are beautiful blessings that come with responsibility and expectations, which are so good for us, but sometimes we can tie them to things. And if we're not careful, it can actually box us in and limit us to be the people that God's really calling us to be because we're so much more than those things. So the second point I want to make this morning is what is really under the surface so, we're just gonna watch this next scene of Louisa.
0: Why would anything be wrong? I'm totally fine. The magic's fine, Louisa's fine. You can dance I'm as totally well not if nervous. you'd like. Your eyes doing the thing. I'm the strong one. I'm not nervous. I'm as tough as the crust of the earth is. Okay. I move mountains, I move churches, and I glow because I know what my worth is. Of course, I mean, hey, where are you going? I don't ask how hard the work is Got a rough indestructible surface Diamonds and platinum I find on my flatten them. I take what I'm handed I break what's demanded But under the surface I feel berserk as a tightrope walker In a three-ring circus Under the surface Was Hercules ever like you? I don't wanna fight Cerberus Under the surface I'm pretty sure I'm worthless If I can be of service floor crack the stack that breaks the back. breaks the back. It's pressure like a drip, drip, drip That'll never stop Whoa Pressure that'll tip, tip, tip Till you just go push what? uh-oh. Give it to your sister, your sister's older Give her all the heavy things we can't shoulder Who am I if I can't run with the ball If I fold too Pressure like a nerves and it worsens, I worry something is gonna hurt us under the surface, the ship doesn't swerve as it hurt, how big the iceberg is under the surface, I think about my purpose, can I somehow preserve this, line up the dominoes, the light wind blows, you try to stop it, the on and on it goes, but wait, if I could shake the crushing wave, Would that free some room up for joy or relaxation or simple pleasure? Instead, we measure this growing.
2: Wow. That's a lot. And it's so good. I feel like, Lucky, you'd have this dance going. There you are. You're over there. You're over there. Right? But the pressure. So many of those lyrics about her gift and about losing it and what will happen. But there's something that I think is so important for us to remember is our culture. And the expectation is do more. Being strong is celebrated. Hiding tough emotions is celebrated. Exposing where, where we're struggling is only for women or it's only for the weak ones or where's Emma machine for the crazy ones, right? That is what our culture says. But the reality on this earth is this. Having difficulties, it's a part of life. It's a part of life and having weakness and messiness and brokenness. These can be some of life's greatest, most fruitful seasons. So do not be discouraged in your pressure, in your pressure. God doesn't want you to live that way, but don't be discouraged in your pressure. And Louisa exposing what was really going on, it later blessed her and it freed her from being the best that she could be because she couldn't do it all. Isaiah 43, 2 says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. And the flames will not set you ablaze because he is with you. He is with you. And it says, when you, you will. (laughs) So you will. Not a surprise. No shocker there. When you walk. There is power in vulnerability. And being honest with God. He is a safe place. Being in a trusted community of people. You don't need to tell Facebook and Instagram and everybody your feelings. But being in a trusted place with people and to encourage you and to help you along. And think, oh, they're actually a bit more messed up than I thought they were. Just kidding. That's a joke. But you can say, oh my gosh, I've actually been through that. Or I didn't know that. Because you open up. And because you exposed what was really going on. And you know, if we just keep going on and and putting on a brave face all the time, it actually shuts people out. And you can be missing out on a living more healed than you currently are. One of my favorite men in the Bible who expresses this is David. Gosh, I love him. I love his display of his heart towards God. He is just up and down, but he is direct. He was honest. He was... The depth of his sadness or the height of his joys kept him communicating with God. And I feel like his emotional roller coaster just kept him connected to God. And, and he'd run to God in this and he'd run to God in that. Sometimes I've had emotions and feelings that really scare me as I've become a mom. I'm like, should I be thinking this about my child? Ooh, help me, Lord. But it's real. We need to go to God. What is he expecting of me today? Just one day at a time. And for those of you who are feelers like me, don't let foolings rule you. But don't let hiding underneath them crush you and isolate you. Don't let feelings rule you, but don't let hiding underneath them crush you and isolate you. Because the life that God's called you and I to is relational. It's two ways. It's you share a bit, I share a bit, God. Or a friendship. You share a bit, I share a bit. And that is a rich life. That is richness. That is a rich life. And sometimes the greatest thing that can take us away from a peaceful life filled with God's best relationally and spiritually as when we choose not to look at ourselves and decide to and deciding to, to he- deal with some unresolved pain and that is what we see in Opuela. she had some hurts she had some unresolved pain that she didn't deal with and it kept her family in generational bondage because she didn't deal with her pain so in these next few scenes, we're going to watch a clip between Mirabelle and her grandma. The house is beginning to crack physically and fall apart. And all of the gifts are becoming way too much for them to bear. There begins to be honest conversations about what these people are feeling and thinking. Because of Mirabelle, because she's asking more questions. The community becomes fearful because they rely on this family to also uphold them and at this stage the house is, is rubble and in this scene Mirabelle has run away. So let's watch this next clip.
1: I was given a miracle.
2: A second chance.
1: And I was so afraid to lose it. I lost sight of who our miracle was for. And I am so sorry. You never hurt our family, Mirabel. We are broken. Because of me.
0: Abuela, I can finally see you lost your home, lost everything, you suffered so much all alone, so it would never happen again. We were saved because of you. We were given a miracle because of you. We are a family because of you. And nothing could
1: ever be broken that we can't fix together. I asked my Pedro for help. She me
2: Beautiful. Ah, oh, doesn't that give you butterflies? But what a beautiful picture we have of this relationship. And just before that, Mirabelle, she completely owned that everything was her fault. And then they sat there in silence. And then she exposed what was going on. And they had this exchange of honesty that happened and ownership. And we see repentance and forgiveness happening. What a gift that is. (laughs) What a gift that is to be able to come together and expose and, and just say, look, I'm sorry. And hey, I actually understood where you were coming from. And empathize. What a beautiful thing. And the cracks and everything falling apart or things looking that way, allowed true healing. So praise God that the house fell apart. Praise God. Praise God that your life, those th- that things are struggling. Because there's beauty in the broken bits. And there, as she said, which is cheesy, but there's nothing that God cannot do to get you through this. Imperfections aren't to be swept under the rug and hidden. And this house was built on being isolated and living up to the expectations of others. Things that became full of pressure, needing to be perfect all the time, needing to prove to Abuela that they were good because they could do certain things. But after this, Abuela, she sees that legalism that she's holding this family under that isn't really loving them at all. Someone Trying to understand someone else's perspective can bring tremendous healing, can bring tremendous healing. Who is that in your life today? Because the third point is this, stop pretending, stop pretending. This began a journey of this family to stop pretending, to live more honestly with one another, more open. And this new, this house new foundation, the house gets rebuilt and the community actually comes together and they become a part of building it. It was built on truth and the house was then built on forgiveness and acceptance. And these people were valued for more than just their gifts. So what is it that I want to get you to get this morning is that you are gifted and God gives you a free gift called salvation. Salvation. And you can choose that gift if you'd like. Where do you need to get honest with God? He is trustworthy. Is there a person you can open up to about some things that are going on underneath the surface? And those things that are underneath the surface, it's okay. Like we all have them. No one is perfect. Praise God, except you, Jesus. And stop pretending and fearing your cracks. This is for me. This is who I, I I fear my cracks all the time, my imperfections, because the lasting foundation, the, what did we call it? The eterno el fundamento is a house and a person and a faith and a life that's built on truth and forgiveness and acceptance. So I'm just going to pray for each of us this morning, And the band can come up whenever. And we're going to, um, yeah, just ask God to help us in this. So if you just want to close your eyes and let me just pray over you. God, thank you for this morning. Thank you for each element of your word that speaks to us. Thank you, Jesus, that you came to be a man that lived a perfect life so that we could be set free. And with every eye closed, God, I just want to pray for people that may not know you this morning who have chosen to say that they want you to be in their heart, and they want to open their heart to you, Jesus. God, I pray that if their heart is pounding, God, that you are saying, I stand at the door and I knock, and you can open the door to me, Jesus, and he wants to be in your life. He wants you to take his free gift of salvation. And so if you want to pray that prayer, we're going to pray together. And you can just repeat after me. So everyone can pray, not to make you feel nervous or overwhelmed. God, we, um, so just, yeah, pray after me. Dear God, I need you. I believe that you died on the cross for me. I believe that you can take any sin or brokenness and cover it because of your sacrifice. And so today, Jesus, on October 30th, 2022, I receive you as Lord and savior. I want you To be the Lord of my life. I want you to come into my broken places and heal me and make me whole and more like you. I put my trust in you. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Hey again, thanks so much for joining us on this podcast. Whether you are new and exploring your faith or a follower of Jesus, there's a next step for you. There is always room to grow, more to be done, destiny to be pursued, and people to be reached. So what's your next step? To find out, head over to thechapelcollective.com.au And thanks again for listening.